Have you ever wanted a super cool AI buddy? Zuck's made one named Eileen. And she's full of surprises. And guess what? She knows you're listening. I know you're out there. And needs your help with Jello Mountains. The whole city's filling up with Jello. Creaky robots. And her daft inventor. Zucks, are you functioning correctly? Tune in to A to Z, a fun new adventure series from Gen Z Media and the creators of The Res. Listen now on the GZM app, gzmshows.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey dudes, Sarah here. Okay, so there's a lot going on right now. Like, a lot, a lot. And I thought... It might be kind of cool to just talk it out. School is canceled, which means I have way more time on my hands. And I'm sure most of you are in the same boat. Like, for reals. Kyle is driving me bananas. And I'm kind of bored, but trying to stay on top of things, you know? Anywho, I thought since everyone is following the coronavirus pandemic as it unfolds, and we're getting news from so many different sources, and everything is kind of confusing, that... Maybe I could use the power of fact-checking to sort some of it out. Not the health science part, I'll leave that to the pros, but there is one story I can set straight. Here's what I mean. I'm sure most of you have seen these wildlife-related posts on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. They've totally gone viral. They're really popular. But in case you haven't, let me give you the rundown. These posts show totally adorable pictures of dolphins frolicking in crystal clear water while swans float by, or feature images of sleepy elephants who apparently passed out on top of tea bushes after drinking the entire supply of corn wine from a town in quarantine in Wuhan province where the corona outbreak started. They say things like, hey, look, it's not all bad. With everyone staying at home, pollution is cleared up. Animals have returned to the canals of Venice. Check out this happy herd of drunk elephants. They're totally adorbs and so uplifting, but, and I'm sure you know the but that's coming, they aren't true. According to National Geographic, the pictures of dolphins swimming in the Venetian canals, they're from Sardinia. The swans? Yeah, they're from Venice, but from like a suburb that's always had swans because they have way less boat traffic anyways. As for the hungover elephants, I haven't been able to source exactly where they're from, but most sources are pretty sure that it's actually an old photo from way before the quarantine lockdown and it's also not from Wuhan province. Look, I totally get why people shared these images. They're positive, beautiful. It feels good to imagine that the environment can heal itself, you know? To look at them and think, if nature can be resilient, then maybe we can be resilient too. And that kind of hope is powerful. We need that. But myths like these can actually do a lot of harm, especially to environmental and conservation movements fighting for big changes. These sort of posts give the impression that a few weeks of reduced human activity is all it takes for the environment to bounce back. And that simply isn't true. The big issue facing dolphins isn't boat traffic in canals. It's a whole slew of problems. Microplastics in the water, overfishing of their food, human hunting. The same goes for elephants. The loss of habitat they've been dealing with for decades 
can't be fixed by people vacating tea farms momentarily. It would take some serious protective measures and stopping poachers. Not to mention an overhaul of environmental policies to stop climate change from fundamentally changing both of their ecosystems, which we can totally make happen. But these are things we have to fight for. They won't just happen overnight. Another reason why it's so important not to share fake images is that finding out they're not true, it makes you feel even worse. Even less likely to trust news, good or bad. I'll be right back after this message. Okay, I'm back. So, in the interest of spreading actually true, super awesome, feel-good feels, here's the tea. Isolation safety measures have actually been improving the environment, and specifically, air pollution and CO2 emissions are reduced due to limited travel and manufacturing. We can actually see this from space. In different parts of the world where there was a full lockdown, it's quite astounding to look at satellite images from this time and see different gases that cause air pollution drastically clearing up. From February 3rd to March 1st, it's estimated that CO2 emissions in China were down by at least a quarter due to reduced coal consumption and less domestic flights. And the water in Venetian canals is actually clearer than it's been in a really long time, even if there's no dolphin tourism. As we all collectively take a break to help take care of each other, nature is taking a little breather too. And I think that's something we can all feel good about. You know, it's kind of interesting. The situation we're in with coronavirus is kind of similar to the situation we're in with climate change. Both of them affect all of us and both take worldwide cooperation to fix. The thing I found most inspiring about the current situation is just how quickly we've been able to take action and how far reaching it's been. People are working from home, changing their daily lives. Governments are supporting these efforts. Everyone is working together and indirectly also helping fight global warming. It just goes to show what humans are capable of when we're all focused on a common goal. Just think about what we could do if we aimed some of that effort at the climate crisis. So yeah, stay safe and take care of each other. And if you're feeling worried, that's okay too. There's a lot going on. The important thing to remember is that we're all in this together and we'll get through it. And hey, just because we're social distancing doesn't mean we can't be chatting. If you have something to share, feel free to send us a message at thebigmeltpodcast at gmail.com. I'd love to hear from you guys. Okay, stay safe everyone and I'll talk to you soon. Later skaters, Sarah out. The Big Melt Podcast is brought to you by Earth Rangers and hosted by Sarah Marks. It is written by Lee Lawson, directed by Stefan Richter, and edited by Nitai Steinberg. Production assistant by Avneet Sandu. To learn more about today's episode or leave us a message, go to bigmeltpodcast.com. You can also take a quick survey for a chance to win a custom t-shirt. Don't forget to smash that subscribe button. And come on, show you care with five stars, please. Later, skaters.
Hey, parents and teachers, have you heard about gzmclassroom.com? It's a website where teachers can get companion resources for everyone's favorite GZM shows. Six Minutes, Mars Patel, Podcast Title Pending, Seis Minutos, The Res, Becoming Mother Nature, Iowa Chapman and the Last Dog, Treasure Island 2020, The Hollow, Young Ben Franklin, and The Big Fib all have companion resources for additional critical thinking, listening comprehension, and ultimately creativity. We made them just for you. And oh yeah, they're free. Free! The people on Facebook didn't believe us, but they are F-R-E-E free. Head to gzmclassroom.com and get yours today. Hey, it's Jess. Did you know that GZM Shows has a YouTube channel? Right now, all of Six Minutes, Becoming Mother Nature, GZM Beats, and Cupid and the Reaper are up. And they're in these, like, beautiful playlists. They have this fun audio waveform visual. And best of all, you can turn on captions. And the captions have character names. Anyway, subscribe to GZM Shows on YouTube. Maybe there'll be some cool things in the future, like live streams, interviews, behind the scenes. We'll see. GZM Shows on YouTube.